Welcome to Doubled Feature, the podcast where we talk about twin films. That strange phenomenon where two studios release very similar movies in a very short time span. Sometimes they're vaguely related and sometimes they're damn near identical. I'm Dan. I'm Mac. Let's start the show. Yay. Hello? Someone's at the door. Who's who's here? <laughs> oh, hello? Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid's here. Oh, hello. Kool-Aid. Wait, was I at the door? The studio. Yeah, you're at the door. Well, the, yeah. the door is open now and we're talking to oh, it. Oh, well. Fair enough. Luckily, the mic was right there ready for you. Uh, Kool-Aid happens to live uh, just a block away from the studio. Yeah, here in um, L.A. And he's stumbling in. Uh, Kool-Aid, I don't know. Did you? We're kind of recording it. You didn't see the flashing red light that we're on air? I definitely ignored the flashing red on okay. air light. Well, since you're here, I mean, we're talking about the Warriors and the Wanderers today. Did you want to maybe join us? Uh, talk I, ju- about I just recently watched those films. Oh, wow. wow. I would love to what talk a coincidence. About them. Actually, I'm kind of remembering that we actually all three watched the Warriors <laughs> together the other day. Yeah, we did. We what did. the only, hell? Only two thirds of us were impaired. Wait. What else what? you guys been watching? <laughs> oh, Kool Aid's on the pod, guys. <laughs> Kool Aid's here. He's an official guest now. He just Unofficial, his... official third mic I, and it, executive producer. You wouldn't Kool-Aid. know it was his second appearance because his phone just vibrated and he checked it. It's fucking amateur hour. <laughs> Holy it's, shit! It's <clears throat> fine. <laughs> okay, he says no one saw. He says it's fine. Um, oh, they can't see. It's an audio medium. Yeah, Kool Aid's here. Unofficial third mic. Officially third mic. This episode, executive producer of the pod. Mm-hmm. Our friend, my roommate, Kool Aid's here. It's me. Hello. Hi. What have you been watching? <laughs> well, <laughs> put him on this one. Yeah. Yeah, we're, <laughs> this is one of the most accusatory episodes. Yeah, we're just, oh it's, my god! I feel like every episode of this podcast has had a very different, very distinct energy that is not planned or even discussed. You're saying each episode is different from the yeah. other ones. Yeah. You got to you got to listen to all of them to really get the full Yeah, that full continuity. the full bouquet. Mm-hmm. Uh what have I been watching not with you? Yeah, not and with Dan us specifically, I feel. I think um, there is one movie that we should all three talk about. Let's get into Army of the Dead. Yeah. Zack Snyder's Zombie Epic. Wow, what a train wreck. Let me start off by movie saying. sucks. <laughs> let me no so, let me start off by saying we all have a friend, a collective friend of the podcast, Andrew. Mm-hmm. Well, I know not everyone in the audience here knows Andrew, but something that everyone should know about Andrew for the sake of this anecdote is that Andrew likes every movie. He very rarely has anything to say overtly like negative about any movie that he ever watched. Andrew did not like Army of the Dead. Oh, that's That's no good. <laughs> it's bad, but Fucking zombie played during the final fucking sequence of the zombie movie. Right. Well, that's the hack critique to make of it. Everybody was kind of dunking on that day one. It's a big part of it. It's been the whole weekend. No, nothing good happened. Action's bad. The movie looks bad. Bad performances because everybody's directed by Zack Snyder. Batista had not small enough glasses on. His glasses were far too oversized. Um, I like Batista in general. Uh, I was making the joke recently that uh, since Kumail got so jacked mm-hmm. that uh, they should remake Stuber, except yeah. uh, Kumail is the jacked guy and Batista is the shy nerd. Yeah. Um, I watched that. And, and he wears little glasses. Uh, Zombie Tiger wasn't cool. Zombie Fetus wasn't cool. Didn't even really make sense. Didn't get it. They set all. up a sequel. I don't care. Zombie Horse. I think I there. saw today that he has like 
he's ready for a sequel. Like he knows where the story is going, which if, is just like it's yeah, a it's really obvious movie. where it's, it's going. Yeah, like hello, he looked if outside he, and saw where it went. If he's going to make a sequel to anything, uh, Watchmen. No, what the hell? No, that movie's too dark. The Legends of the Guardians, The Owls of Gahul. Oh, you yeah. know that's what I'm rooting for. Dawn of the Dead. Well, I would rather somebody else do Dawn of the Dead, oh. honestly. But I mean, he Dawn just, of the he Dead just too. turned in a horrible zombie movie. I don't want him in charge of. Oh, okay. I mean, his best movie is Dawn of the Dead. Do you guys, do you guys think probably right? Yes. Yeah, me too. Right. Here is Zack Snyder. I think so. That's got to be up there. At least I've seen most of his movies, even though I don't really like him or the movies. I think I've only missed like. Do you maybe actually like him, and you're just like. I'm your brain's just like no i couldn't possibly pretty sure no mm-hmm. i don't even like the dawn of the dead right oh here's how much of a fucking hack Zack snyder is uh he's going to be uh adapting the fountainhead mm. by ayn rand yeah uh fuck oh, ayn that'll rand. be fun what a fuck both of them jesus yeah, what absolutely. a movie not for me yes absolutely not for me movie and just I don't know. I he mean, also directed Man of Steel, Sucker Punch. I, Watchmen's uh, probably his best movie. Yeah, I'd say Dawn of the Dead for sure. I like Watchmen more than that. I think I think Dawn. I, mean, I think Watchmen is his best movie. Then Dawn of the Dead. Then Three Hundred, and then everything falls off a fucking cliff. Actually, wait. Oh, no, well, I'm sorry. Forgot. Legends of the Guardians: The Owls of Gotham. Never yeah, seen that true. movie. I don't think anyone has seen that I movie except theaters. for you, who saw it in theaters. Apparently, <laughs> his his worst movie are the two Morrissey music videos he shot. Yeah. His best movie is the Soul Asylum music video he shot. Yeah. No, that's a good one, actually. Yeah. I don't know if you think you're doing gotcha journalism right now. I knew he directed all those music videos. <laughs> no, I'm just I didn't. So I'm just naming them. Okay. I'm not I'm not trying to gotcha. I'm also just making jokes. Uh, what else have you been watching, Kool Aid? We we don't like Army of the Dead. Army of the Dead was bad. Too yeah. long. It's I, way too long. There's sh- no reason that movie needed to be two and a half hours long. Yeah, I struggle to find one thing that I really liked about it, and I can't think of a yeah, single guy. There's not a lot. Man. There's really uh, I liked the, the gore. The the best. Some of it was there was okay. some, some there was, was some fun. cool some gore effects. The best like big crazy. zombie kill sequence was uh when the one uh Latina woman gets mm-hmm. separated. And as I pointed out, while the scene was happening, she's very coolly murdering a million zombies, and it's pretty good. I pointed out as the scene was on, she was one of the people who moments before raised her hand uh, when they asked, who here has never killed a zombie before? Yeah. So she's just suddenly perfect at it. it pretty was, dumb. It was a fact that Dan brought up that I had a really hard time shaking over the entire runtime of the movie. That would have been my favorite part if you didn't mention yeah, that she probably, was one it, of the people it probably who raised been mine their hand. Too. There you go. Yeah, now you <laughs> fucked it up. Because I think, like, 20 minutes later, you brought up some other, like, plot hole, and I had to tell you, like, I still was not over the fact that she was one of the only people that hadn't killed a zombie. I'm not a guy who likes to holes right pick now. holes in movies. Um, but when they're this glaring, and the movie just sucks. I, uh, I watched a movie last night I'd never seen before, Game Night. Um, I've been wanting to watch that. It, I've heard it's nothing so but good things good. about it. it. I just dismissed it as like a shitty, like big studio comedy where it's just like they got some famous people to be in a movie and it wouldn't be that funny. Uh, it is so fucking funny. It's like high concept. Uh, so much fun. Uh, there's definitely some issues with the plot and you just gotta ignore it because you're having a great time. 
it is so fucking good. Uh, I think most people know that it's really good and have yeah, watched Luke, it. Lucas is the one who like watched it soon after it came out, I think, mm-hmm. and he really liked it's it. It's so fucking. That's a great. It's just like one of the better comedies. Uh, Jesse Plemons, incre- I've, incredible. I've, I've seen stills and quotes and there's, stuff from his character and it he looks just great. delivers everything insanely monotone um there's a line that uh i always see screen kept on twitter that i've wanted to watch the movie for context where he just says there's no way the tostitos company can be making money on that <laughs> and, <laughs> all right he says free the frito lay whatever i fucked up the line that's that fine I, never mind no it's one's really good, you should have never corrected yourself my laugh is i take it back actually. no one would know Fuck. God, no getting good. on uh yeah, movie rules. Cool. What have you else have you watched uh, recently? So movies that I've watched that I haven't watched you guys. Um I watched for the first time Little Shop of Horrors. Oh nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really, really liked it. You're talking about with Rick Moranis, right? Not like the yeah, old, the old Mick, one. Yeah, the yeah. Rick Moranis one. Yeah, it's yeah. good. You like musicals too. I, I think do. we talked about this recently. You said you hadn't seen it. And I'm like, Yeah, no, you'll like it. You'll you like musicals shit. too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I like musicals. I like seeing plants eat stuff. Like it was great. I think we've previously said that we are a pro Rick Marinus pod. Absolutely. Um, when he got punched in New York. Yeah, anti him getting punched in the face. We yeah. felt that. We stand with you, Rick. Rick's the national treasure, dude. Guy got out of the game. Just wanted to, was like, you know what? I just need to take care of my kids. And His wife died of cancer. He left, yeah. the, he left the acting behind to take care of Good his for kids him. be a family man. You gotta have priorities. Mm-hmm. I really respect him for that. I love space balls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything he's in. The honey great. movies. Honey, I... Something the kids, honey, I whatever. Yeah, the kids were there. Now they're not. Honey, I shitted my pants. That was that's the that's like. that's like the thirty seventh in the series. Yeah, him they're still his, making them. You him and his wife yeah. are ninety years old. It's like now uh, that's what I call music. They're just still, yeah, they're just, they're just still coming out. Max, <laughs> you watched anything? Um, I haven't watched it, but I'm planning on it okay. because I've been listening to Doesn't it. Really fit the criteria though. so often. Uh, is I've, I've just been watching been, it as mind's eye. Yeah, my mind's eye. I've been listening. <laughs> I've to been the, rotating uh, tubes. I don't know about you, man. <laughs> I've been, <laughs> been listening to the uh, the Bash Brothers album that the Lonely Island did for mm-hmm. that Netflix little special. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna watch it tonight after we're done recording this. It'll be like my seventh time watching it. Okay. It's it's so fucking funny, it is, I, yeah. and it's like thirty minutes. You can just throw mm-hmm. it on and like, before you know it, it's over, and it's like you just crank yeah, through it's it. It's a really and had, long music video. Had we, some chuckles. We were all talking about like the different like Lonely Island, whatever adjacent extended, I guess universe of movies and stuff, which includes that. I think it was because you watched Hot Rod. I watched we Hot Rod. Yeah, we watched Hot Rod. I was Rod, talking yeah. about how good Pop Star is. Pop Star is great. Um. The uh, what's it called? Seven days in hell. Seven days in hell is Kit the tennis one. That yep. rules. Tour de, tour, pharmacy. tour de pharmacy rules. I haven't seen Tour de Pharmacy. Uh, it's really good. Um, I mean, maybe why? I mean, just well, scratch your itch and watch Bash Brothers again, but definitely watch Tour de Pharmacy. Yeah, I mean, Bash Brothers is, is, is like you throw it on while you're making dinner, yeah. and it's just kind of like just a good amount of time. <laughs> thirty minutes later, soup. dude, you had a yeah. blast and you're eating soup. Yeah, exactly. It's not a big deal. Yeah, I made my thirty minute soup, dude. Yeah, it's a it's a bisque. I make it in the blender. Oh, that's fun. Um, yeah. t- 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 I watched Those Who Wish Me Dead. I saw your review for that. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't love it. Um, it sucks. This is the uh, I've been meaning, I new Angelina Jolie. It was in HBO. It's one of those where HBO Max has it for like a month and then they take it off. There's, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's like, um, 
it's like a th- action thriller of yesteryear. It's the type of movie yeah. they just like made constantly in the nineties. That's it's why just I was get, excited like, to watch it. It's like get one or two like big stars, and then we just have some weird action premise. It has a lot of my favorite things. All the movies a that kid Stallone who's witnessed, did yeah, are a, this. A, a kid who's witnessed a crime. Great. Got to protect that kid now. Henchman. It has henchmen. Played by Aiden Gillen. Uh, famously played CIA in The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Yeah, super famous. Yeah, super famous. Famously for that. Not, not the fucking <laughs> television Pavel, show. That... I'm CIA. No, Game of Thrones sucks. Everyone knows that now. Finally, everyone can see that I was right, that it sucks. So he's, his biggest credit, obviously, The Dark Knight Rises. Not The it... Wire, either. Not The Wire. I show oh, that God. he's good in and is good. Um, What else? Yeah, there's Henchmen. Um, that's all a lot of fun. Um, pretty, pretty bad. Just yeah, bad performances. <laughs> I don't know. There's fun enough stuff. It's a fun, dumb, just sure. thing to throw on. Yeah, feel free. You're nostalgic like I am for such movies as uh, uh oh shit. What's the one where Matthew McConaughey plays a lawyer? And the the kid, Lincoln lawyer, and the kid has his dick cut off or whatever. That's a movie? what the fuck? Is it a time to kill? That's not a time to I kill. I have no idea it? what you're talking about. It's I the one that filmed on Babcock Ranch. No clue what you're talking about. I do know most films this is a real movie, filmed there, but no. Samuel Jackson is... in it, maybe? I don't know. Wait, is, is it, it Ann Matthew is it or in it? Mud? No, it's not Mud. No, this is like the 90s. Oh, oh Hollow Man, starring Kevin Bacon. You guys vamp for a bit. I'll figure Dallas out. Dallas Buyers I'm Club. Oh, my God. Don't just say recent. Link, Lincoln movie. commercials. Oh, the 90s. Failure to launch. This isn't going to be That was not fun. in the 90s, I'm sure. Oh, was, were you talking about Reign of Fire, the Christian Bale vehicle with was dragons? In, was he in Sahara? Yeah. He was in Sahara. I saw Sahara in the theaters, too. I've seen some weird it. movies in theaters. Was it Contact? No, Contact Rules, though. Dr. Lecter. A Time to Kill? Yeah, Time to Kill. That's what I said. Sure. Is it that one? That's what is I it said. That one? Back. Is yeah, that the one? Time to Kill. Wait, so there's a dick cutting off plot? Why do maybe you I'm confusing. No, maybe I'm confusing A Time to Kill with a different movie. In Canton, Mississippi, a fearless young lawyer and his assistant defend a black man accused of murdering two white men who raped his 10-year-old daughter, inciting violent retribution and revenge from the Ku Klux Klan. No, that's a good movie, though. That's Joel Schumacher. It is a pretty good movie. Scorpion Spring? There's a decent chance this is bad content. Uh, <laughs> Glory days. Are you telling me Google searching and then all This whole this... episode is just in the weeds, and I'm not editing any of it out of it. You, we have to edit some of this None stuff of this out. is getting edited out. If anything, you should just double, just layer. I'm layering on, it. On top of each We're gonna, other. I'm gonna, you, you know. I'm going to do that effect that they do in some horror movies to make it sound like Satan is talking. Right, that's but it's going to be the whole episode, and it's going to be all three of our voices. Yeah. It's different, yeah, exactly. slightly different sounding. Satan, a different movie with a time to kill. I was thinking of the the movie Just Cause, Sean Connery and Lawrence Fishburne. Oh so my Matthew God. McConaughey. So Matthew McConaughey's so not even he's in, not it. in it. And Larry, I'm over here thinking that you were talking about Tiptoes the entire time. Doctor Larry Fishburne is in the movie, and you forgot. God damn it! All right, we're in the weeds. Let's talk about the this week's movies. Sean Connery. We've got. Uh, two nineteen. I just don't want to do Sean Connery impression. Nineteen seventy nine movies centered around gangs of heavily stylized teens in New York City, the Warriors and the Wanderers. Now, as is customary on this podcast, doubled feature the podcast where you are right now, Kool Aid. The guests pick the movies we watch. Yeah, and then we, the hosts. Hi, I'm Max. I'm Dan. As the host of guests, Doubled Feature. 
why they picked those movies. Kool-Aid, explain why you, you picked The Warriors and The Wanderers. Okay. So I saw The Warriors when I was in high school and thought, damn, this is peak cool. Really just cool some, movie. Just some dudes being in a gang, running away from other gangs. Just guys being dudes, running in place. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, I saw the list, saw that they had a twin film, and was like, I've never even heard of The Wanderers. I'm going to do that one. Yeah, I'm right there with you. <laughs> yeah, okay. I also had never heard of The Wanderers. <laughs> None of us had heard of this other movie. But we all like The Warriors, right? Yeah. She liked The Warriors Yeah, I love The too, Warriors. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And rule. Uh, so, yeah, we watched my DVD, mm-hmm. uh, which unfortunately is the 2005 release director's cut, which apparently is not the version you want to watch because it has uh, the Greek intro. It's uh, so it's based on the book The Warriors, which is based on Anabasis, which is a uh, a famous ancient Greek work about a soldier and writer named Xenophon, um, who's like traveling through uh, like occupied territory, trying to get home safely. Um, so he originally wanted the intro to be done by Orson Welles, and then it just had these weird comic book intros to introduce each chapter, which. It takes is, away good. from it's all like added the pacing a lot. Yeah, yeah, it, it really slows stuff down. I, yeah, I mean, I can't even remember. I I know I don't like them when they pop up. I don't really remember what it was like without them though. But it definitely feels like it shouldn't be there. So if we right. if I watch it whenever I watch this again, I'm gonna try to find a, yeah, a DVD need... or a cut or something that's the theatrical. I believe it's just on HBO Max. Well, should watch that. Yep. <laughs> Dang it. Wait, was it? <laughs> yeah, I'm almost positive it is just on HBO Max. Well, that's pretty cool. Uh, Max, you want me to do the intro for the Warriors? Yeah, let's do the Warriors, and we'll we'll start. We'll finish on that. Uh, so the Warriors, 1979, directed by Walter Hill, starring Michael Beck, James Remar, pa- David Patrick Kelly, and a bunch of other actors who you would only recognize from this movie. So I'm not even going to list them. Uh, all the street gangs of New York are traveling to the Bronx for a meetup scheduled by Cyrus, the leader of the Gramercy Riffs, the most powerful gang. We follow the titular Warriors, a gang from Coney Island. In a charismatic speech, Cyrus gets all of the gangs to dig a per- to dig a permanent. I forgot to put a fucking joke in there. Cyrus gets all of the gangs to dig a permanent truce in which the gangs will unite and take control of the city from the cops. Luther, played by David Patrick Kelly, the leader of the Rogues shoots Cyrus dead, and noticing that Warrior Fox witnessed the murder, blames the slaying on the Warriors, which leads to the vengeful rifts killing Warlord Cleon. Swan, played by Michael Beck, the war chief, leads the gang home to Coney, unaware they've been implicated in Cyrus's death. The Warriors outrun the skinhead Turnbull ACs and board a train which doesn't get them far. On foot, the Warriors have a run-in with the Orphans, destitute gang who wasn't even aware of the meat. The warriors flee, adding Mercy, a young woman who lived in the orphan's territory. The gang is split up, running from police. Fox is thrown to his death by the cop he was fighting. Swan, Ajax, Snow, and Cowboy are pursued by the baseball Furies and eventually beat them in a fight. Ajax becomes sexually violent with a woman in the park who is part of a sting operation. He is arrested. Vermin, Cochise, and Rembrandt are seduced by the Lizzies and barely escape the surprise attack learning in the process they're accused of killing Cyrus. The Warriors reunite at a subway station where they have to fight off the punks, and Mercy shows her worth by uh, holding her own in the fight. Meanwhile, some guy finally decides to tell the Rifts that it was actually the rogues that killed Cyrus. The next morning, the Warriors have finally gotten back to Coney Island, but are pursued by bottle-tapping rogues. 
Swan and Luther square off to fight on the beach. Luther pulls a gun. Swan throws a knife into his arm, disarming him. The rifts arrive in force, giving respect to the warriors and descending upon the rogues. Uh, the movie had a four million dollar budget, made twenty two point five million at the box office. Uh, used to have really bad uh, critical rating, but it's kind of been reappraised as now cult status. Its Metacritic uh, critic score is sixty five, user score eight point five. And it's got an 88 for both critic and user on Rotten Tomatoes. Fantastic. Yes. The Wanderer. Also, the other, the other movie. The other movie. Also 1979, directed by Philip Kaufman. Stars Ken Wall, Karen Allen, John Friedrich, Tony Ganios, and Tony Callum. New guy in town, Perry, Tony Ganios, steps in to save Richie, Ken Wall, and Joey, John Frederick, the former of which was banging his girlfriend, Despi Galasso, Tony Callum. Members of New York teen gang, The Wanderers. I'm getting their asses kicked by some butterbean-looking motherfucker named Terror and his gang, of his gang, The Baldies. Later that night, Joey realizes he and Perry live in the same building, and the next day he convinces Perry to join their gang on account of Perry being large and also Italian. In class, their teacher gives a very racist, weird lesson about I'm not sure what, and this causes the Wanderers and the Dell Bombers to get into a fight and say they will have to settle it. Richie and the rest of the boys try and drum up support from the other gangs, but nobody's biting except maybe the Wongs. Nobody fucks with the Wongs. So Richie decides uh, to ask Despy's mobster boss dad, who runs a bowling alley and a lot of and owns a lot of snazzy Hawaiian shirts, to help them out. Richie, Joey, Perry, and another guy go and play a game of elbow tit, where they grope women, and Richie assaults a girl named Nina, Karen Allen. Who then says, uh, Richie then says he's sorry about, about it and gives her Joey's number. Then the guys try and follow her while singing songs in the car but get lost in ducky boy territory. The duckies don't like this so they break Perry's arms. Joey doesn't like that because they'll need him for the football game against the Dell Bombers. Which was Despy's dad's solution to the gang war because as he puts it, he's a sportsman. The Wanderers have a party and during it, Richie, Joey, Despy, and Nina play strip poker and the boys cheat. Despy gets mad because Richie is oogling Nina so he... She storms off, and Richie makes Joey go after her. Richie and Nina then go to Nina's car so they can smooch behind their dates' backs. The party is broken up by the Baldies, and former wanderer-turned-Baldy, Turkey, finds himself in Ducky Boy territory and ends up dying. Everyone is real mad at Richie at this point, and they sort of kick him out of the gang, and Despy breaks up with him. Then JFK is assassinated, and like a, the good Italian boy he is, Richie does some soul-searching and decides to make amends with Despy, who reveals she's pregnant... <laughs> Then her dad makes Richie get engaged to her. Richie then shows up at the football game just in time to turn the tides of the game before the Ducky Boys show up, interrupting it, and all hell breaks loose. With even Joey's abusive father, Emilio, who has 18-inch pythons. This is the most chaotic fucking synopsis we've ever had. This is all in the movie. Max is, all Max is adding his own jokes in here a little bit, the butterbean thing. But, like, mostly this is all in the movie. This is just in the movie. <laughs> With even Joey's abusive father, Emilio, who has 18-inch pythons. Oh, you wanted another run at the pythons line. Okay. Like, I it up. All right, go no, ahead. Good take, Sorry. Sorry, Sorry get back in there. this on. Yeah. yeah. Getting involved. And the motley crew of multiple gangs runs off the Ducky Boys, but not before Emilio punches Joey in the gut because he's all roided out and stuff. The boys throw a bachelor party for Richie, and everybody's there, and they give Richie a condom and a lot of boxes. Richie is. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> it's 
movie's fucking insane. Oh, Richie, <laughs> Richie is talking to Despy's dad when he sees Nina walk by. Still yearning for her, he follows her, follows her through the streets and finally finds her watching Bob Dylan. He then returns to the party where Joey and Perry announce to him that they are fleeing their abusive homes and going to California. Richie is sad about this, but then a fat Italian lady sings <laughs> Dion's The Wanderer, and he feels better. <laughs> Max, if people didn't know better, it feels like we're doing a prank episode or something. This, this is not a bit. Everything the Warriors, I just said is in the movie. I mean, people can look up that The Wanderers is a real movie that came out. <laughs> It, <laughs> if you're like us and you hadn't heard it and that plot synopsis makes you think we're pulling a prank, all of that stuff happens. He literally yeah. turns a corner to a bunch of Italian Bob women Dylan crying oh. Oh, because no, the JFK, JFK has been assassinated and then that causes him to yeah. realize he's made a mistake. Yeah, looking rules. The Wanderers has a Rotten Tomatoes score of 89 critic, 87 user, and a 64 rotten or uh, metacritic. It uh I couldn't find the budget. It made five million domestic and eighteen million overseas. Wow. Just it is a start is, talking about the wanderers because it's uh, fresh on all of our minds. It is a it is a movie that Dan and I or a type of movie that Dan and I like where you kind of just like sit with these people because you it events just kind of like happen. It's kind of just like a day to day life. It's like people. slice. You, I, I've given you shit for misusing the word vignettes before, but this is one movie where it does feel like it's maybe like made up of vignettes. These just seemingly unconnected stories uh, that all barely kind of come together at the end. Yeah, I like it overall. I like it a too. Big yeah, fucking it was, mess it was of a fine. movie. I when I started this movie up, I could not tell when it was supposed to have taken place yeah, because I, I couldn't tell if the teens are doing like like if they're a gang in current time, so seventy nine at the time or like close to that, and they're doing like fifties throwback, mm-hmm. and then you you don't know when it happens until you find out JFK is assassinated, so yeah. it must happen in nineteen sixty three. Yeah, right. um, but like. The Baldies are like a skinhead. They're skinheads. Well, yeah. so well, they're, they're not, so they're skinheads, but they're not like Nazis. They're not no, racist. No, no. They're like skinheads. They just punk. have shaved heads. Right. <laughs> but like, did that kind of like punk outfit culture exist in '63? I don't think I, so. I'm honestly, right? not, I'm not, not sure. I don't think. Sure. But that's that's really part of what threw me because they look like straight out of the '70s. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It, I mean, we know that JFK gets assassinated within yeah, the movie, yeah. so it happened in '63. Right. And the movie—it is based on a book. Yeah. Um, I forget the name of the book. I'll have it for you here in a second. Um, so there, like, in think we've talked about movie. this before on the pod, and if we haven't, I'll reiterate. Book adaptations tend to be a little all over the place. I think we maybe talked about this with the silence. We did, yeah, because. They're just cramming so much stuff in to try books, to be you can faithful put so to the much book, more yeah. stuff in there. And the Warriors was a very pared down book adaptation. Like part of why it got greenlit is they loved how much it was just like scaled down to just like it's basically guys just having to get home. Yeah, is right. is the whole plot of that movie? The, they took the, out a bunch of like the interpersonal relationships and. Uh, like race and sex and class struggles that are, I think, more present in the book, and it works. It's really understated. Uh, this movie tries to pack every fucking yeah, it thing puts in. everything in there. Uh, the novel is uh, 
the same name, but the novel is called The Wanderers, and it is uh, written by uh, Richard Price. Just for the record. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I, I liked the movie. I, like, there's some funny stuff in it. Um, Emilio, Joey's abusive dad, is a horrible fucking piece of shit yeah. guy, but he has some like funny bits. Like, there's a hard cut to he's you see him working out the entire time. Like, he's just that's all he does is he works out. And there's a hard cut to the inside of their apartment, and he's making his wife measure his biceps, uh, and then talking about some bodybuilding competition that he apparently lost in the 40s or some shit. I don't really know what's going on there, but like that's kind of like a funny scene. It's fun and funny. I mean, this movie does a good job of... You're getting little bits of like tragic, troubled childhoods, but presented yeah. in... like a way that a child might look back fond. I mean, this whole movie is just a guy who's like reminiscing on his own glory days. Like, yeah, early sixties when I was in high school, that's the best right. times ever were. Everything was good back then, even though all this bad stuff happened to everybody and our friends died and stuff. Like everything with the Baldies is pretty like comic relief. There's the scene. Yeah, I mean, that is all... fun because you think they're like bad skinhead guys and they then, hang out a military the, a marine recruitment office yeah is like their turf and there's a scene where they're all super fucking drunk and the marine guy tricks all of them into signing up for the military yeah, yeah. i i put that that was a perfect representation of how predatory military recruiters actually are and I oh yeah for that. sure but like it's it's played as like a comical scene in the yeah, i mean in the, the movie the movie's weird because it feels like <clears throat> everyone in the mo- all the gangs are just like playing gang like we're just having a fun time pretending to be yeah, gangs. Other than the Ducky Boys. Other than the Ducky Boys who are, who are like who just, will kill you. Yeah. They do not speak they're I think they're supposed to be like Irish Catholic guys. Yeah, they're they're all Irish, um, yeah. Uh what's his name? Turkey just wanders into their church because he's like fucked up and has been abandoned and then they chase him to his death. And there's like a weird thing where he wants to maybe like kiss one of them yeah I think he, yeah that he was like that's implying... what's happening in that scene right? yeah like, right that's, like, that's what i, I want to go to the park with me yeah i'm i'm not fucked up yeah, not he, fucked he, up. He, yeah. he like wants to do cruising yeah he's but... like do you want to go do you want to go talk we can yeah. go to the park but um, then they chase him until he has to climb a thing and then fall to his death he, like climbs yeah. the scaffolding and nobody's under a bridge and falls when everyone's crying the scene after that about JFK, I thought it was about him. I thought it was I, for Turkey's I, I, funeral, and then yeah. it turns the corner was, and JFK is dead. I was confused yeah. because that school, they're like, oh, I feel bad about Turkey. But I was like, okay. And then all those people are crying. I was like, did they not move his body? He was still <laughs> discovering Yeah, that's what I thought. Body? I thought he was about to walk up to yeah. Turkey's body. And but no, like, it's just everyone watching the news that JFK is dead. I mean, these are Italian guys. I mean, Italian, I mean, the whole they love of, JFK. The whole it, premise of their gang is that they are Italian. Right. Like, that is the entire yeah, you reason. you want in the gang, you have to be a, Italian. Yeah, there's Got a it. the inciting incident scene in the early on where yeah, Joey the, is doing the I rundown mean, got, of gangs for Perry, and it's we gotta, insane. Yeah, oh, no, it's insane. Yeah, him <clears throat> listing who all the gangs are, he's just listing all these different... That's the biggest thing uh, that's similar about these two movies. It's, it's about very, like, stylized gangs in New York City. Um, this one's a little more, I guess, probably rooted in reality. Yeah, as weird the, as that the, sounds. Um, yeah, uh, the all the gangs supposedly the takes 
place slightly in the future. Yeah, it's where we're just in like a, a a very near future where gangs and all like, all the gangs and the warriors are very theatrical. You've yeah. got the baseball furies who all wear baseball outfits and paint their faces. Yeah. Like the warriors are supposed to be like a um indigenous people tribe. They've got like feathers and they're like their biker jackets. Yeah. Um not necessarily the most like sensitive handling of anything, oh, but like not. everything, every everyone's very stylized. They're supposed to be, you know, there's like a military gang, and everyone's wearing fatigues, and yeah, um, these are just kind of like a uh, in the Wanderers, it's more of like um, a uh, like a 1950s sort of. Everybody's got like a they've got their colors on their jackets, and kind yeah, of like that's about it. Yeah, it's like closer to like the Outsiders than it is. Yeah, to the or um. um What's that musical with the snap and, and the, the oh, sharks uh, and the jets? Uh, West, Side West Side Story. Yeah. I thought you were talking about Streets of Fire. No, that's what I, that's kind of what I was like. You know, everybody's got their jackets, yeah. or the Italian guys, or whatever. Um. So, yeah. So the, the we start with the Wanderers. They have a couple of their guys have a run in with Turkey's uh, trying the to defect. Yeah, he wants he's shaved his head. He wants to join the Baldies. Yeah. Um, Joey's not having it. He says all the Baldies look like pricks with ears. Yeah. Or is it ears without pricks? Yeah. Linda Manns is there. Yeah. I mean, she's my guy of the week. I love oh. Linda Manns. She passed away last year. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Um she's in Days of Heaven. Uh apparently so she's the girlfriend of uh, terror, terror, terror. Butterbean yeah, looking motherfucker. She plays Pee Wee. I mean, that's not even a joke. At, he looks like Butterbean. Yeah, they kiss at one point, which seems really gross, but apparently it's like they're like the same age. Yeah, Linda yeah. Manz is just like very a small, like four person. feet tall, and he's yeah. like six seven or like yeah. something right. like that. Linda, Linda Manz is. I mean, it's probably too. I didn't really have a that guy of the week. Mine's Linda Manz. Uh, yeah, Days, I've got one. Days of Heaven. That I think she's a, she's a mom in Gummo. She is the mom in Gummo, which is yeah. weird. Let's say I know her from Days of Heaven. Uh, I would argue that Linda Manns has too big of a role. Who doesn't have too big of a role? Yeah, who you got? You ready to trigger this? His cat. His his title. His character name is Black Sportsman, none other than Ken Forey. Uh, is just standing at the football game. Uh, he's in a lot of Rob Zombie movies. He's in the original oh, yeah. Dawn of the Dead, uh, From Beyond. There's Bubba Brownlee. It's a um, H.P. Lovecraft like adaptation uh, about pineal glands and shit with uh, Jeffrey Combs and Barbara Crampton. Uh, he's in just like a ton of horror movies. He's right. Yeah, that's where I've seen him. He's the fucking often. man. He's cool as shit. Yeah. And he's just standing there in a big fur coat and like a trilby hat. Yeah, looking bet, cool as fuck. Betting on the local sports game. Betting that's, on the football game that's a between really good gangs. Pick. Yeah, that's that's a really good pick. Um, unfortunately, I picked Linda Mann, so Linda Mann's your guy Linda, of the week. Yeah, well, I'll send some flowers. <laughs> Sorry, you're you're getting railroaded on that one, bud. Um, yeah, so the new guy in town saves them from the Baldies, and then they're all in school. Did, did you find it weird that they set up Perry to be like a main character and then only ends up being like a side character? Like I everyone like, in the movie is a side yeah, character. Yeah, but I it's so yeah, Richie's it, just the main character who is his introduction is while Joey and he's just Turkey fucking, are running away from the Baldies. Him and Despy are having sex. Yeah. Yeah. And then he hears a whistle and has to leave right after nutting. 
Right. Yeah, and I guess he's the main character, right? Yeah, he's the main character. But he's the main character. Him and I mean, Joey, sure, I guess. Characters, like, kind of come and... Yeah, Richie and Joey are kind of the two main characters, but people just kind of come and go as are relevant to the story. Like, Karen Allen, who plays Nina, barely shows up. I mean, she shows up in, like, the middle of the movie in She's a horrifically major... problematic scene yes. where they're, yeah. the, the gang they're is... The up. Wanderers are playing a game of elbow tip, elbow tip where they just grope women on the street. And somehow Richie uh, transitions that into her calling Joey's house to find out where they're hanging out because she wants to come to a party with them. Yeah. Very bad. Um, there's bad, there's like bad race on. stuff in this yeah. movie. We there's... probably should have said this early on, but oh, like, yeah. if you're going to watch this movie, like, there is a massive content warning for like racist stuff, assault stuff. Yeah, yeah, just like uh, child abuse. Child abuse. Like, like there's a um, lot of yeah, the yeah. Kind content of warnings up. in this. None of it's played that dark. Like I said, no, it, no, it, it feels like all. a guy like looking back on his childhood and kind of glossing over horrific things that have happened to him because he's just nostalgic for yeah, the like, past. It happened to everybody. Everyone got beat up by their dad. Yeah, had an alcoholic. Oh mom. man, I forgot. I meant to bring this up too about that guy of the week is Erland von Linth. Lith. Nice. Who plays Terror is Dynamo in The Running Man. Huh. Oh, yeah. I don't know if he necessarily terrifies as uh, that guy of the week. Even if he did, Lady like, Man's already won. So. He's a guy yeah, of kind the of week. He, he literally, he has four credits. Yeah. Two oh, of shit. them are The Wanderers and The Running Man. Nice. And uh, I just wanted to mention yeah, that because The Running Man He kind of looks like Rocksteady from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in The yeah. Running Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got yeah. The, the purple mohawk and stuff. Yeah. Running Man rules. Oh, uh, but yeah, you were mentioning like Nina, uh, Karen Allen's character shows up super late in the movie. She's a major character in terms of like impl- plot implication, right? Mm-hmm. But she's really in like four scenes. Yeah, she's not that's about it. One of which is hit, uh, her at the end of the movie just walking away before walking into a club to watch Bob Dylan. It wasn't even her. He mistook her. For no, he, <clears throat> no. He, then he, he does see her. He yeah. confronts a woman who he believes oh, okay. is her, and just like, oh, it's just another brown-haired lady. Yeah. But he is actually following. But then her. he ends up like catching a glimpse if, of her. Have you guys seen Inside Lewin Davis? Yeah, I have not. There's a scene at the end of the movie where like Bob Dylan, like Lewin Davis, just like stumbles into a bar and Bob Dylan is playing, and it's like exactly like I think the it's end the of the same movie. bar. Cannot be on the same time. Um, another decent Tony Kalem who plays. Uh, Despy Galasso, the one who gets uh, Richie's girlfriend who gets pregnant. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, she's Big Pussy's wife on The Sopranos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, almost picked her too. Uh, we had we had some stuff. We we could have picked some stuff. Yeah, it's just um, but like you mentioned it, like it it really does feel like just like a series of vignettes of you just kind of like scene after scene, just like things you you see Richie go to work a couple of times. There's a scene that yeah. I didn't even mention in the synopsis where apparently the Wanderers are like the house bowling team. For uh, Chubby Galasso, that's Despy's dad. Uh, his he's like a mob boss, small time mob boss. Um, he runs this bowling alley, and they apparently got hustled by some pros from Long Island oh, yeah. the week prior, so they shut the thing down and uh, drop a bowling ball and break, break, break a guy's hands, hands because hand, yeah. of the scene from The Hustler, yeah. as Chubby puts it. If oh it's yeah, good he's enough talking Paul, about the yeah. movie The mm-hmm. Hustler. If it's good enough for Paul Newman, it's good enough for you. Drops a bowling ball on the guy's hand. Um, I loved the chubby Galasso, him and the Galasso brothers. It's just five fat Italian dudes sitting in Hawaiian Me shirts. shirts. Yeah. All five of them lined up in every single scene. I think super the, confused about the this, implication is they're the they're a gang too, just like the yeah. kids. Are, they're right? like ma- they're mafioso because they want to. Ins- but 
They're I mean, I feel gangs. like the mafia in this is just like another More one of gangs, these gangs because yeah. yeah. they want to bring Richie in later and they <laughs> give him a giant uh, Hawaiian shirt. They give him wear. a Hawaiian shirt. He gives him the Hawaiian shirt and Richie pulls it out and it's massive. And Chubby says, don't worry, you'll grow into it. Yep. He's like, ah, dude, I love that. Meanwhile, <laughs> all five of the Galasso brothers sitting there eating massive bowls of pasta. Yep. Just I've never Italian felt more, excellence, baby. I've never felt, yeah, never some, felt more represented. Yeah, real um, pro Italian moving. <laughs> so <laughs> the the inciting incident for this whole movie, you think it's going to be fighting against the Baldies and stuff, but I think kind of the main crux of the movie is the insane scene when they get to class. Yeah. After the, the already racist scene of the rundown of all of the gangs. The teacher asks them in what he thinks is going to bring unity by like, yeah, we all get called different slurs. Uh and now we're actually more alike than we are different. He makes one half of the class is black, one half of the class is Italian, and he has them both oh, say one all Jewish. this. Oh yeah, there's, there's one, one there's one, one Jewish. Jewish guy. Yeah. Um they make them each list all of the slurs for each other. Which obviously turns into a fight. Yeah, like why wouldn't it? How it's could insane? How, He's writing down all the slurs on the chalkboard. Every slur you can think of to each other going to come out with any other outcome other than let's fight each other. Right. So they're about to fight <laughs> yeah. in class. Uh, decide. I thought that they were planning the whole time to settle it in a big fight. That's what I. That it was, thought. but then it's why did it turn into a football game? Oh, that's the... Chubby's, because. Uh, Richie goes to Chubby Galasso and asks, basically asks him for help because he can't get any help from the other gangs. The only gang that says they're going to help him is the Wongs. And they say, which maybe. according according to the movie is twenty seven dudes, all with the last name Wong, that know jujitsu. They're also the coolest yeah, they guys. Can, they're the they, coolest they, guys. They can chop. They can kill you with one judo. They can chop, kill you I with believe. one chop. So the Joey Wongs says. are the only gang that says maybe we'll help you, but they're waiting basically to see like which side is more righteous. So then Richie goes to Chubby, basically swallows his pride and says, Chubby, I need your help. Chubby's solution, Chubby's help is to talk to apparently Ken Forey mm -hmm. and get it set up that instead of a fight, they're going to do a football game okay, with money point. on the line. Okay. Because he wants to bet because on Chubby it. Is yeah. a, because Chubby is <laughs> a sportsman. He says he that he's a sportsman a lot. for like you boys to like, fight each other without like for free or something yeah something like, like not that. any monetary gain from this so he's like let's do a football game so that's all so that football game becomes kind of what the whole movie's leading up to yeah which yeah. is in the meantime we kind of meet the ducky boys we don't even get their name yet at this point they're just silent irish catholic guys who I, I think are joey says, joey says those are the ducky boys oh, okay, and then they start swarming the car yeah, yeah. Once they get into ducky board territories after trying to stalk Nina after groping her. Right. Yeah, that she's surprised. Before not she then it becomes in love with them, which is yeah. uh, insane. Yeah. Um let's <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, jumping all over the place. It, the it's yeah, it, there's not because there is a obviously like a uh, chronological order to these things, but none of yeah. them necessarily relate to any of the other things because they are this these movie kind of does just little scenes. jump all around. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like when they get to the football game later, and Joey, who is in at quarterback because they're not friends with Richie at that point, yeah, is playing quarterback in jeans. 
Yeah, all of them are wearing they're jeans. all wearing rolled they're, up jeans. Yeah. It fucking rules. The Wanderers are wearing just these like raggedy yellow um jerseys with jeans. One guy has football pants on. And then the Dell Bombers come out with a band and cheerleaders wearing these dope ass fucking Actual uniforms. purple uniforms yeah. with like hot pink glittery shoulders. They're looking good, dude. They're looking fly as hell. Um, I just wrote those purple jerseys rule. Um it, this movie is insane. It really uh, is. One part, uh, so when they're trying to find help, right? They have some like Turkey convinces them to go ask the Baldies for help, and they do that fun dick prank. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm really <laughs> glad I, you brought that. I wrote in my notes. That. I wrote dick prank. You want to you want to run them through what the dick prank is? Uh, so they get it's Richie, Joey, and Turkey, and Turkey. Yeah, right. There wasn't a third. Yeah. No, so those three, they. Force them to a bridge. Well, so they the Baldies don't want to help them because they're still talking about they want to just fight the black guys at oh, this yeah, point. Yeah. And it, this is when you realize the Baldies have shaved heads and everything, but they're not Nazis or anything. Because they got they're, Roger. They, yeah, they've yeah. got a black guy. They're friends with the other black gangs and stuff. So they're mm -hmm. like, fuck you guys. You basically suck. Yeah. So then they take yeah, them, they to lead a park. them to a park. Like to a park and get them to a bridge. <laughs> Force them to take their <laughs> pants down. Yeah, Linda Mans is staring hard, hard. at their penises. Yeah, yeah. she is Indeed. real into the dick. checking out those flaccid yeah. pricks. They <laughs> force Turkey to tie, tie twine to Richie and Joey's dicks that all have with rocks, rocks at yeah. the other end. And I guess they're just gonna like let gravity just yeah, take some throw, dicks off. They're gonna they're throw they're the rocks off the bridge. Yeah, their dicks are gonna fall, fall off. Yeah, they they as the ropes are thrown, they think like, their uh, dicks are, are falling yeah, off. Yeah, they're about to get torn off. But the twine is way but too long, too so it long. just falls to the bottom. Regular, just a fun little prank. And then, Roger, friends. And then Roger's like, "Oh damn, we gotta go get some shorter twine," yeah. and they all walk away, yucking yeah. it up. Insane. So it's just like <laughs> varying degrees of what gangs actually do to each other. Like, I want to. Some gangs are like, "Yeah, the Ducky help, Boys kill Turkey," yeah. versus these guys just do funny <laughs> dick pranks. Yeah, the Baldies seemingly just hang around get drunk and they, then sometimes decide they want to go jump some people yeah they want to go fight but then there's like when they're asking for more help i forgot i don't know if that gang has a name i don't think any of the other gangs gangs get like full at least like, like they, we'll, they might they we'll might say them in his intro at the beginning yeah, or something but it right. doesn't keep coming back they're like we'll, we'll help you we'll bring this and like motions to a gun oh yeah, yeah. The guy just, just has like, a gun yeah he's just like oh yeah this'll do it yeah <laughs> this one he's, tiny he's like, no, gun. We, it's like a really yeah. small gun dude. yeah <laughs> they're like no we can't go packing we said we wouldn't be packing and the guy with the gun's like oh you're gonna trust those black guys they're definitely lying to you they're gonna kill you dude yeah and they get in a fight about that and that gang leaves and we never see yeah, them never again. see yeah. them again which good because they're i guess the most racist and have a gun so don't come yeah um i wrote down a really specific note uh the song shout plays in this movie the one shout just a little mm -hmm. shout yeah. um it is problematic <clears throat> and it prominently features karen allen uh participating in an unfaithful act that makes this a twin film with Animal House, in my mind. <laughs> all three of those things also happened in Animal House. That's all I got. <laughs> uh, the guy, weird specific who, anecdote. Yeah. <laughs> things I noticed. When Karen Allen was in, I was like, oh, cool. She's cheating on, she's participating in uh, cheating, just like Animal House. And then uh, the song Shout played. I'm like, oh, this is like Animal House. I, I've got a weirdly specific note that I took. What you got? In the early goings when um, 
Perry shows up being cool as hell, chewing on his matchstick, and runs the Baldies off. Uh, one of the Baldies looks exactly like Michael Rappaport. And then another Baldy who gets knocked down looks exactly like Jerry O'Connell. Wow, dude. Neither of them are Michael Rappaport or Jerry O'Connell. You're telling me white people kind of look the same? Yeah, I am. <laughs> You're telling me that was really specific? <laughs> that, it took me, yeah. Two guys kind of look like guys, but they're not. Yeah. All right, dude. So, I mean, it's as specific as your thing. That's true, dude. Um, um, I liked the music in the movie. Yeah. There's a lot of really When they cool, finally like, sing the song The Wanderers, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a good song. And then they <laughs> sing it about 30 more times. <laughs> It plays a lot. Yeah, I think you want to. They want you to know that their names are the Wanderers. Yeah, we we should say they do get him really good at the bachelor party with. They, you oh, the mentioned bo- it. The box they, prank is very they, funny. They give him. Yeah. They do a classic, uh, little thing in a big box, but he has to sequentially open each box. You watch this man open like twenty boxes, and they're all like, "Cry!" The Wongs are there too. They're friends now, and everybody's yeah. like, "Ah." Richie, we fucking all, got you. And then it's just one him. condom because one he's gotten his girlfriend pregnant. Condom, and he's getting, yeah. yeah, one loose, big, weird ribbed condom. <laughs> They're all yelling at him the whole time. It's like, hey, Richie, why don't you open it already? <laughs> you gonna open it? That is uh, maybe one of the best parts I mean, it's, of the it's movie. It's a very it's good 1963. Prank. That could have been the invention of that prank. <laughs> Easily. Yeah, these guys did it. It's the Wanderers. <laughs> they did it first. Um, Kool Aid. Anything else uh, specific about the Wanderers? Mm-hmm. We're we're just kind of uh, all the actually, fuck over this place. Yeah. What else you got? Uh, when in the big in the big fight that ensues after the tie game at the football game. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Amelia oh, yeah, so shows the Ducky up. Boys are I, there, I, and everyone has to fight against the Ducky Boys. I yeah. love when Emilio jumps in because Emilio didn't even want to go to the football game. Right. He was worried that Joey was going to embarrass him. This is Joey's, which for the first Joey's big steroid abusive force. Yeah. And uh, Joey's mom is like, "No, Emilio, you should go. I bet he's really good. He's not going to embarrass you. He does really bad. So, um, so then yeah, Joey's doing really bad. Emilio's very embarrassed, but then. Joey starts doing really good because Richie comes in at quarterback and now they're playing their natural positions and the Wanderers tie the game. But then the Ducky Boys show up with their magical teleporting abilities. There's yeah. hundreds of them. There's hundreds, hundreds of them. Hundreds. And thousands. Emilio decides, I got to get in there. I got to get a piece of this action. He so he jumps out a of the bench stands, with his arms. He breaks a plank off of a bench. It is at least four and a half feet long. Yeah. And he's just like, all right, who's who wants some? Yeah, he's ready to just fight everyone. Uh, he ends up, I wrote down, he beats one guy with another guy. Yeah. He does. Yeah, it's a classic swinging around He's, another man. To he legit him. goes like blood drunk. He's yeah. like, goes berserker mode. Just <laughs> starts just like freaking, like spit flying from his mouth. Oh because when eating he up fucking teens. losing And then <laughs> once everything leaves, you get a slow motion scene. Joey, who is bloody in the face, gets up. And he's just like, dad, we did it. We beat the duckies. Dad. And he's slow motion running over to Emilio, who turns and hits him with a right hook straight to the gut. And despite the fact that we know that Emilio is horribly abusive and a terrible father and and cheating on his mom with Perry's mom, that is the final straw. Right. Joey's just like, I'm not going home anymore. I'm not going home anymore. I'm staying here at your house, Perry. (laughs) That's the final straw. My dad punched me in the stomach in the heat of the moment after we just beat the Ducky Boys. I'm done. Uh, <laughs> it's wild. Yeah. So Emilio comes over, I think, to fuck 
uh, <coughs> Perry's mom. Perry's mom. Yeah. That's and the Joey's there. The two of them are sleeping. His mom got checked in a rehab or something. Oh, she's a uh, alcoholic. I don't think we have alcoholic. That. Which Perry's excuse for her alcoholism is she she's got, got high blood pressure. Oh, high blood pressure. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a high blood pressure thing. Yeah. Um, you can't you can't come in. My mom's got like a high pressure blood pressure uh, thing or something. I they, don't know. Uh, All right. See you later. They. Uh, yeah, Perry and Emilio start fighting. Joey hits Emilio over the head with a bottle. They think they kill him, even though they didn't. And Obviously now they have to yeah. flee town to California. Yeah. Yep. In in the same The movie. movie's wild. I don't think we're doing it justice. I really but don't. We're all we got Kool-Aid in the stew. We're just all over the place. Yeah. The, the movie's the, all, the over, movie's the all over the place. It is it is a pretty fun watch if you can get Pat. Like if you're if you can reconcile uh with all of the racism and sexism and all of that stuff, uh, it definitely doesn't feel comfortable um, watching. Um, but that being said, like it is like a kind of a at least when it's fun time racist, it's like both parties being equally as racist to each other. Right. Like the Wongs, it's like a caricature of Asian guys, but at least also they're the coolest guys in the they movie. Are, they are the coolest guys in the, the coolest gang. Does anybody have any other uh, stuff on the Wanderers? Because I'll use that as a transition to the Warriors. No, I got nothing. Okay. Enough. Who's the coolest gang out of the two movies? I've got the Wongs, the Baseball Furies, the Warriors themselves, and then I'm going to say that Emilio is his own gang. <laughs> Um, I wasn't going to do Hottie of the Week this week, so yeah, fucking let's go, we'll call this, what, Doing Gangbusters? Is yeah. that a good name That's for this segment? That, yeah, Doing Gangbusters or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, you guys want to do, uh, everybody say their fourth, and then their third, and then their two, and then their, you mm-hmm. want to do yeah, it like sure. that? Okay, so yeah. we just have those ones we're going with, right? So Yeah, the, yeah. those four, um, unless somebody wants to nominate a fifth or yeah. sixth. I would love to nominate a fifth. Yeah, who you got? How about... A lovely gang called the Orphans. Okay. <laughs> the right. gang's so lame; they're not even allowed at the meetup. No, not even. Not no. even. Not only are they not allowed, they're not even told about it. Right. Oh yeah, no, they didn't even know it was happening. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they suck so yeah, bad. No, they fucking rule. Um, Dan, do you have a nominee? Five is fine. Five. Is five, five is five fine. Is, okay. Five is plenty for your list. Um, uh, number five, our least coolest. Cool it. Fuck. Uh, least coolest. You you remember the all I don't the remember all of the them. orphans, okay, the Wongs, okay. the Warriors, the Baseball Furies, and Emilio. Oh, fuck, I mean I don't love Emilio like yeah. you. Emilio is my number five. Yeah, Emilio is my number five. <laughs> yeah. The orphans. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, uh, so yeah, okay. Right, so number four, cool. Number four, uh, I think. Uh, I mean the Wongs. I think that's wow. tough. That's, He's wow. gonna put orphans number one, obviously. Totally this point. I don't number one. know what you mean by that. My my number four, the orphans. Okay, well, my number. They're the lamest ones. Uh, they're just wearing like dirty. You can't even tell if their shirts are green or if they're just dirty. That's because how hard they ride. Dude. The guy has a fucked up eye. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> he looks like Ross from Friends, but like with a sty on his would, eye. Or I was gonna say had been hit in the face with like a two by four, yeah. and just he's on some Quasimodo shit for real. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number four is Emilio. Okay, so we're all pretty. Oh no, you said the Wongs. Uh, so number three, cool it. Number three, the Warriors. Wow. Yeah. The Warriors. 
the warrior. Uh, my number three is the Wong. My number three is also the Warriors. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Number two, cool. Number two. Oh, yeah, we num- should, I guess, say number one, because number... No, we'll just say number two. Yeah. Anyway. We're doing it this way. We're going to do this way. Oh, no, no, say, your, which, say your number one. Because say my the, number yeah, one? Yeah, and then explain that also the game that you did not name is your number two. Okay, I can follow that. I mean, the baseball theory. I can't, I number can't one do it to him. Yeah, absolutely. The baseball theory. And you got the orphans cool. number two, just so we're clear. I got orphans number clear. two, yes. I nominated number... them just to put them number two. <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about, dude? I'm You're not, not cooler like, than I'm baseball theory. I'm not theory. insane, dude. Uh, my number one, also the baseball theory, is Warriors number two. The, I mean, the Warriors are, I don't know. That's like, I don't know. That's like just picking the obvious best, like, cool thing. That's like, I don't know. That's I'm struggling to think of an example when it's lame to say the the normal main thing is your favorite. Like, sure, the protagonist is yeah. your favorite. Yeah, my favorite um, character in Star Wars is Luke Skywalker. Like, right? Come yeah, on. it's very lame. To or Han not, Solo. Like, yeah, to like not Batman say Kit Fisto or to not say Dexter Jetster. Pick yeah, yeah. a cool character. You can't just say uh, Luke Skywalker. Number one for me, the Wongs. Very close second, the Baseball Furies. The Wongs are so clearly Good the list. most powerful gang in the Wanderers. It's not even funny. Yeah, like, command they all the run respect. that shit. They're like as cool as uh, the Gramercy riffs are. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> honestly, we should have nominated them. Didn't think in 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 the scene where the Wongs just final thought during this, but in the scene where the Wongs kind of show up to tell the Wanderers that they haven't decided who they're gonna back in this gang war, they've just been watching from the shadows show up silently while Turkey's taking a piss. Turkey is scared shitless. That the Wongs are even there. Yeah. And then the Wongs are just like, we just came here to tell you that we haven't decided who we're helping. It's like, that is such a fucking power move. Everyone is afraid then of the Wongs. they disappear. They do the Batman disappear yeah. while you're not looking thing. And then everybody's like, those fucking guys, man, what the hell? And you just hear them from nowhere say, no, don't fuck with the Wongs. Yeah, nobody fucks with the Wongs. Oh, they They've got cool. a whole fucking thing. They're catchphrases that nobody fucks with them. The baseball furies baseball are furies. silent. They look cool as hell. And then they get dispatched immediately. The Baseball Furies are the coolest gang in the Warriors, hands down. They are a very close second for me to the Wongs. But the fact that the Wongs are just so much more powerful uh, than the Baseball yeah, Furies wins it for them. You don't like the Lizzies? I don't the care. girl gang? They're cool. They are cool. They run a, honey, like the they run a successful like, honeypot and then blow it. Yeah. It, I, I, you, okay, so we're in the Warriors now. Yeah. They run a perfect honeypot to the point where they can yeah. just like yeah, textbook honeypot. Holding a guy in her arms opens her switchblade. The guy still gets out. They have a gun just pointed at the guy. They're trapped in the room. Still, they just get I do out. love that the Lizzie's, apparently, between all 18 of them, are, have one gun that they have to share. And Tiffany's the one who gets to use it. They're just like all back. I don't know if that's her actually name. I'm assigning her a name. Okay, okay. Um, I was going to say, where's that name coming from? <laughs> that's what I thought you were doing. Um, that's just very funny to me that it's just like, get her. Like, get him, Tiffany. She's the she's the one that knows how to use the gun we have. Maybe it was her gun. She brought it from yeah. home. Didn't have enough gun to share. Um, Apparently, Vermin was supposed to die in that scene. Oh, really? Like, yeah, but they liked him too much. Oh, Fox, the warrior who witnesses the rogues kill Cyrus, right? And mm. the whole inciting incident that the the rogues, uh, David Patrick Kelly, in an amazing first performance, is the warriors. The Warriors killed Cyrus. I love his uh, delivery. His, his on that that's his line. first role ever. He just like fucking ate that shit up, yeah, dude. He dude. kills it. That guy's got the wildest fucking. He looks chin. so fucking sinister. Yeah, he's got a weird face. He's cool, man. He's he like does stuff. He was in 
the first two John Wicks. He was in Twin Peaks. He's in John Wick. Uh, yeah, he's he's got like a small role in the first oh, okay. two. Um, I mostly know him from The Warriors and Twin Peaks. Um, oh, he's T Bird in The Crow. Oh yeah, he's in The Crow. Oh yeah, yeah he has some credits. Um, uh, so the guy who plays Fox, he's the one who sees that, and he features pretty prominently at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, he's like one of the featured warriors. He's supposed to be like a split main character in the movie. Swan was supposed to like take a back seat kind of, and Fox is supposed to be like the main guy. Uh, the director loved the guy who played Fox so much that like he sought him out, he cast him. He was gonna he like brought him to his vacation home, and the two apparently got in some sort of argument. The way it's described, what I read was the director offered him a drink, he refused, and then it just became tumultuous i think there's probably some grooming shit going on or something if i want to read between the lines yeah but things soured between the two uh when filming started apparently this was like a really hard shoot it was like really hot in new york that year uh they were doing like really long hours apparently like people in the when they were shooting the bronx people were like throwing bricks at them and shit um like legitimate like like, real legitimate 70s new york like like, real gangs were mad that they weren't in the movie or that they were like uh, the scene where all of the gangs are collected a bunch of the extras were real gang members and real off-duty cops uh just to keep the gang members that they wanted to have in the movie safe Mm -hmm. um but anyway that guy who plays fox i think soured with the director and it like escalated on set to some point where um He's like, I'm going to kill your character. You're not in the movie anymore. He was supposed to, he was, Fox is the one who's supposed to end up with Mercy that gets rewritten to Swan is. Mm-hmm. And so when he's fighting with the cop on the, um, uh, on the subway line, uh, it's not even him. I think you pointed out when we were watching it, it's a different guy who gets thrown in front of the subway. It just, they gave a wig to some guy uh, <laughs> to kill him off. Cause that guy had already just totally walked away from the picture He's not. He insisted on not being credited on the movie. I was at just all. gonna say I can't uh-huh. find him on. Um... Yeah, to this, he insisted on his name being taken off of the movie entirely because how bad things went. But uh... man, next time just take the twisted T, dude. Yeah, take, grab a tweet with your boy. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's twisted T. Um, I'm just noticing another great nominee for that guy of the week would have been Lynn Thigpen, who plays the DJ in the Warriors. Um, she's a oh yeah great character actress who uh unfortunately died in 2003 but she was like in bicentennial man and anger management just like in bicentennial man she's just female president yeah a cool, she's like the judge uh, in anger management like cool voice cool like basically just voice acting we only ever see her like like from the nose to the chin basically mm-hmm. she's done a lot she did a lot of tv and stuff um she's she's in just cause it's all coming together. Stop damn listing people. You're just listing people. It's all coming episode. together. Nothing's coming together. Okay, people the movie. List. You talked about Just Cause earlier today. It's all coming together. You don't remember doing that, do you? I thought you were talking about the video game Just no. Cause. No. Oh, hell yeah. She's that guy. It's all coming together. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Holy like the shit. dumbest man, dude. <laughs> fucking Molly. terrible. I was still thinking it was called Time to Kill. This episode, we got to trash this fucking episode. We're all over the goddamn map. <laughs> Um, so that secret you gotta find it deep in some rss feed dude the warriors <laughs> <laughs> they're really cool yeah, cyrus says can you dig it it's already fucking awesome i mean yeah. the, just the, seeing the intro for the first time as a kid just like every all the gangs, gangs were just getting little snippets of each individual gang like getting to the meetup 
it fucking rules. Yeah, they all have fun costumes. The it's fucking awesome. intro is the most talking about the director's cut. The intro portion is the most egregious um, negative out of the director's yeah. cut because we have, um, like you mentioned off the top, all the comic book stuff. Yeah, is, you have Walter Hill. It shouldn't be. It doesn't need it. Well, you have Walter Hill's narration with the Greek thing, and then a little comic book transition uh, up to the. Um, Ferris wheel in Coney Island. Yep. And then it's this lo- way too long, slow pan down with like some music playing that if I remember correctly is not in the theatrical, like the movie in the theatrical cut opens with, um, Cleon ba- like getting the, like that intro that yeah. just like yeah, wonderfully yeah. iconic intro to the movie yeah, where you get all the gangs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's just, that's what makes Cleon cool as fuck, even though he dies in the first like eight minutes of the movie. And like taking that away, that just like hard cut to Cleon being like, listen, warriors, like we got to go do this thing. You know, Cyrus has called a meeting or, you know, whatever. Um, really sucks. Cause it like kind of just slows down that beginning way too much. Yeah. Yeah. The way the meetup happens, Everything goes cool wrong. Shit. The the road, yeah. Cyrus just saying, "Can you dig it?" Yeah, it's like three fucking or four times. He calls everybody it, suckers. Yeah, it's, it's um, great. It's great. They're gonna take over the whole city, man. And what a, like what a great yeah, little piece of um, like visual storytelling. If you didn't fully understand how powerful Cyrus is by like the literal verbal exposition, the fact right. that he, you see, there are so many gangs represented who would be killing each other. He's like yeah. pointing out to two gangs. Like <laughs> we can't, I can't believe we got the fucking soggy bottom boys sitting next to the goosenecks or whatever. He's yeah. just saying yeah, gang the ladies who lunched. And, uh, <laughs> That's our gang. The, the, uh, and like, because the whole point of the meeting is Cyrus being like, Hey, I've basically realized that if all of us work together as one unified gangs, we outnumber the cops five to one. We can go kill all of them and take over New York. And everyone is just sat there silent. Cyrus like, said, to Cyrus said the Cyrus blueprint, dude. So cool. We can do that shit right now. Um, yeah, so now the movie just turns into uh, the Warriors don't even know they're being pursued. They just don't know if the truce is on or off because the cops break up the meeting. And it's just a movie about these guys getting home. They just got to get back to Coney Island. They just got to get out. home, man. Um. What a what a fun little ride they go on. What I mean, what a just a perfect, just like running through the night. We, yeah. The first time we got cut to some wet streets, I yelled, "Yes, fucking yeah, wet so- streets at night, New York City, baby!" Yeah, it was apparently intentional too. Like they wanted to film after a rainstorm because they wanted all the effects off of the water. Oh, yeah, the lighting looks really. It's clean. perfect. I mean, they just do that now on like on sets. They'll just yeah, wet just spray the down with the hose or whatever. Um, I mean, they're shooting. <laughs> On location, and it fucking rules. You can't take that away. It's so sick. Um, yeah, it's just about them getting home. They run into, I mean, first they're running from the Turnbull ACs, the skinhead guys, they outrun them. Who have the, uh, some sort of Mad Max bus yeah. that they just drive around in. Yeah. It's um, hauling ass uh, with them on top of it. And stuff. Like 50 yeah, guys really in and outside of the bus just hanging off the sides and shit. I can't tell if they're, like, good at finding the Warriors or not, because they, like, drive past them. Yeah. Should and be then, able to see them. Yeah, somehow. But a bunch but of then, them are wearing sunglasses and stuff at yeah. night. So. And then they do turn around. So it's just like, wait, at what point did they notice them? Well, because the, warrior, the Warriors just part are of hiding. their route to turn around. The Warriors are hiding and they're, they've, they're hidden. Yes. The Turnbull ACs do not see them, but they've got to catch their train. 
then the warriors reveal their position and it's at that moment that the turnbull ac so presumably they, somebody on they, the back of the bus was like hey there think, they are i think they turn they around turn around before, before they start running they yeah. realize oh, they? that they're okay. turning around and that's what's like, they're like oh we gotta, we gotta go we yeah. gotta make a run for it, it. turns into a foot race this this movie's so unique and so fun because there are fight scenes and stuff but a lot of the action sequences are just people running on foot all like, the tension they're running them running like away. breakneck pace already they're running from the cops after the meetup goes awry it gets broken up whatever um they're running from the turnbull acs they even run from the orphan well first they're just like yeah fuck the orphans they only run after they throw a molotov cocktail the orphans yeah. are like you can't wear your colors walking through our territory you just got to take them off and you well after after mercy goads them the orphans yeah. were just going to be like yeah you can go through it's fine yeah <laughs> And then Mercy's like, what are you just like, you can't do that. Like, you're yeah. supposed to be like a gang. This is our turf. Like, what are you talking about? And so the head orphan guys, like you said, it's like, you, well, you can go through, but you can't wear your colors. And Swan's just like, nah, fuck, fuck you. you. He says, fuck you. <laughs> and they just march right through. Swan's standing there with his head at that just like weird angle that it's at for the entire movie. Yeah. He looks very uncomfortable. <laughs> they grab Rembrandt's one Molotov cocktail he wears around his neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rem- Rembrandt's it's just the, like the gear guy. It's the emergency <laughs> Molotov that every guy has. Every to have. gang's got to have a gear guy. They they call him Rembrandt because he's the artist. He's so they, artist, they insist yeah. that he's got to mark everything in sight because everyone has to know the warriors were there. We only see him once paint one shitty W on a gravestone <laughs> and then never again is that mentioned. Apparently, he they accidentally tagged over actual gangs. Oh, no. oh my so god! So they had to like pay them because they weren't too much. They weren't a big fan of getting their shit written over. Yeah, hell yeah, dude! That is the kind of facts that we bring you on for. That I like that shit. Um, so what else happens? They get past the orphans. Oh, that's when they get split up. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them get honey potted by the Lizzies. We already talked about that a little bit. Ajax yeah, gets the, the rest. Um, yeah, they handcuffed go. to a bench and arrested. Well, before that is the baseball fury is just silently mm-hmm. chasing them. Full. Yeah. If if you haven't seen this movie for whatever reason, just Google the baseball furies. They look cool as fucking shit. Yeah, and they're super menacing, just like them. No, fully, not saying a single fucking word. Fully painted faces, silent, just doing All, weird stuff with baseball. Just have mm-hmm. baseball bats and just start fucking chasing. Yeah. When, when he has a thing where he's holding the baseball bat by the thicker end, the oh. top, I guess I would call it, and he just like shifts it forward so that he catches it in a normal holding oh, position. Yeah. I do that it's with cool every as bat hell. I've ever had since. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, dude. It's cool you as hell. You have to do it, dude. Yeah, um, he looks cool as shit. I'm. I mean, the Warriors still, I guess, are just better because they beat the shit out of yeah. all of the baseball pretty, furies yeah, pretty um, easily. Yeah. At the, uh, the it's like three versus 18 or something the, like that. The they last, just beat the shit out the of all of them. The last Fury to go down apparently actually suffered broken ribs oh from God. from that like last uh, swing. Hell yeah. So, like, you know, that's pretty neat. What I a guess, mess like, the production of this film was. Yeah, they were really rushing because I know they, they wanted to get it out before The Wanderers. Yeah. They, oh. like, had... Three different editing studios, I think, working on it. Jeez. Like the they movie really, was like really wanted going over first. budget and taking too long and yeah. stuff too. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they were definitely scrambling at some yeah, point. That's the part when all the gang stuff, the real gang stuff, was like really throwing a wrench into all of their filming. Oh yeah, um, I bet. James, that's this is when we get the last of James Remar, the hothead. He plays Ajax. Um, he's looking fucking piping hot back in the day, dude. Fucking muscles bulging. I would have people probably know him most as uh, Dexter's dad on the 
showed yeah, Dexter Raiden in or Kombat. Raiden in Mortal Kombat. Kombat Annihilation, um, which is where everyone knows. Him. Everyone knows yeah. him from Raiden. And then and playing, playing two characters in Django Unchained. Yeah, I don't know if I've mentioned that on the pod. The first time I saw Django Unchained, James Remar plays a character gets shot in the head in the beginning, comes back as a different character later, and I'm just like, did he not die or like what happened? <laughs> and the movie was fully over before I'm like. Why was James Remar too? I was like, oh, I guess James Remar just like we got James Remar. Let him be two guys. I guess I don't know. He he rules. I love James Remar. I'll only be in your um, movie, little Quentin, if you let me do two roles. <laughs> <laughs> He's in his writer. Uh, the Warriors get back together. Um, you, the the punks aren't much of a gang. There's the one guy who roller skates, but other than that, they're just guys yeah. with striped shirts. Striped shirts and striped overalls. Shirts and overalls. Did yeah. they all wear overalls, or was it just the skateboard I think they guy? were all... Or skate I think it's just all skating. overalls. I don't even Is know it? if they're all wearing striped shirts, are they? I, I, I feel I like know. a majority of them know. were... But they're kind sure, of a, overalls is definitely their Overalls thing. is their thing. They're kind of a cool gang, though, but it would be cooler if they all wore roller I skates, kind of I think. I they were all roller skating. Yeah. Um, so the warriors meet back up, beat him up in a bathroom. Um, which is apparently it... that took three days to film. Holy shit. <laughs> That's not much of a scene either. It's no. not that much. Um, after that, so they escape those guys. They've escaped the cops, whatever. They're finally on a train all the way back to Coney Island. My favorite scene in the movie happens oh, yeah. where, it's such uh, a good fucking scene. like some high school kids from a prom or something yep. are like laughing, cracking up on their way home. They get on the train opposite them. They look over and the warriors are just like beat to shit. You, we focus on Swan and on Mercy, who um, her feet are all dirty. She's all fucked up. And uh, she looks at the people looking at her. She realizes the image she's putting out. Uh, she goes to fix her hair. And Swan stops her like, don't worry about what the fuck they think. You're fine like this. Like, we're living one life. They're living theirs. It's just like quiet and understated. Mm-hmm. Nothing like most of the rest of what happens in the movie. It's so fucking good. Yes. God damn. I love it's it. Really and then one of the prom people drops their, uh, what are they called? Cors- corsage. Corsage. I was going to say crochet. And I'm like, that is not it's an right. activity, bud. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you didn't even have to say that no. after the fact. Um. Uh. Yeah. Drops Swan, Swan picks it up. Swan picks it up and gives it to Mercy. It is a really she's n- like, just nice. She's like, "What's scene. this for?" He says, "I just hate seeing anything go to waste." It's like, is he talking about the corsage or her? I don't know. Oh, I don't fucking know. Who knows? They're who back knows? on Coney Island, baby. And what do we got? The probably tied with "Can You Dig It" is the most iconic think, scene yeah. in the movie. Um, yeah, I mean, those are the two lines, right? The can you dig it? And then, and then the bot, the David, David Patrick, Patrick Kelly, Kelly. F- completely ad libbed, apparently, yeah. <laughs> uh, has three bottles over his fingers, just clinging them all together. I actually meant to drink three beers before we recorded so I could do it at there's, some point. He's but sitting it's in too some late sort now. of just tank. Yeah, you, they, have a, they have a hearse, is their gang. Is that okay? Is that what yeah, it is? It's yeah, a hearse. It's this massive. That all uh, their rogues are in. They've beat them back to Coney Island. He's just clanging the bottles, saying, Warriors! Come out and play, and just over and over again. Yeah, it's it's looks the only like thing that's in it's like, like solid three minutes or something. It's really it's, long. It's way too long. He says it so many times. He clinks the bottle so many times. It's so ominous. It's so good. And then when they lose focus on him doing yeah. that, you still hear the clinking I, yeah. the entire I time. I love the scenes because the warriors are just kind of like standing underneath the pier or something, yeah. staring at the hearse, listening to this. And even when we go to the shots. Like you said, even when we go to the shots of the Warriors, you yeah. can still hear it yeah. in the background, yeah. and he's just 
sitting there doing the, it. The fact that's com- both the bottles and the line are completely ad lib by David Patrick Kelly is so sick. Yes. I'm glad he's still working. Um, another great since we're on the subject of David Patrick Kelly here, another great scene is when they first the meeting breaks. He's shot Cyrus, and they're standing at like a hot dog stand it's like a newsstand or, yeah, or something. something just a little like you can get little and, fucking uh, treats and newspapers and he's shit. just david patrick kelly's just unhinged or whatever and uh they go to leave and they've bought a bunch of stuff or taken a bunch of stuff the, out of the, the stand. girl says what about the money you owe and he just turns around and screams in her face and throws something at her and just goes for what <laughs> and it's so, and then like hard cut to the next scene yeah. it's so good just it, like really small i mean it's not like it's subtle but just like a small little scene that's all we need like these little clips to this guy Mm -hmm. he's like a weird little wiry guy yeah but he is absolutely unhinged and dangerous scariest person in the movie outside of probably swan who like just shows how like competent yeah or like the riffs as like a big militaristic like unified force um it's just it's great little character work from a lot of people in them. Every character is like has these great little. They all have little moments. fun things about them. Yeah. Um, the warriors are just like a lot of characters themselves. Like every every member of yeah. the warriors. Is Cowboys so much wearing their own. a cowboy hat. Yeah. Cowboy uh, wears a cowboy hat. Uh, so much. The, their the own guy, guy. The guy Vermin at one point says he's the one with the big dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All everybody's weird. Stuff. Everybody's got their stuff. They're really fun little things about them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cowboy hat, big dick, hat, dick. Uh, Cleon has a weakness of a bunch of elves. Elbows, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's elbow to death. Yeah, weak to elbows. Turns out. Um, what else? Yeah, final sh- final showdown on the beach. Uh, some guy had showed up and said that uh, uh, he actually saw the rogues do it, not the warriors. So the rifts show up during the final showdown. Uh, we all agreed when it happened. We'd forgotten him throwing the switchblade because he mm-hmm. Swan takes a switchblade off one of the punks. <laughs> Has it opened and just tucks it into his the back of his belt? Yeah, and everybody's like, "That's a weird way. You can just open a switchblade fast." Which it does come up because yeah. when, uh, uh, what's his name, Luther from the um, uh, from the Rogues pulls yep. the gun at the end, he yeah. he just drops down, pulls the switchblade out, throws it perfectly into his shooting hand. <laughs> a scene, a scene which actually happens in Game Night, which I watched last night too. Oh, really? Almost, almost the same That's thing funny. happens. It, uh, that, but to Jason kind of... Bateman instead of David ah, the Patrick true Kelly. villain, dude. Yeah. That's probably the like the weakest like individual moment in the entire movie for me. Even though it is cool to see like Swan do it, but it's, like you have really goofy look. It, it is super goofy. goofy. I do like him screaming and falling yeah, after yeah, that no. though. But yeah, the throwing the knife is like well, whatever. It's and it's feels good. relatively anticlimactic after we like we've gotten there. And maybe that's like supposed to be thing. It's supposed to be like this subversion of like oh we're not I mean, getting a big fight between the warriors and the yeah realistically they just needed to get home and they yeah. did right yeah like, like, like there's a, more warriors presumably around now mm-hmm. i mean yeah like we were saying if the orphans weren't even like a real outfit and have 30 guys like mm-hmm. how many fucking warriors are there just right. chilling in coney island man uh, yeah. a lot apparently a ton. this movie rules it's i think it holds one. up yeah. pretty well it's not yeah. as big like oh it's so cool i want to be like these guys these guys are so fucking sick oh, yeah, but no. a little bit still and i think it is yeah. a good movie it's not like um what like <sighs> 
Fight Club or something. That's no, yeah, like, yeah. you like, only like it when you're in high school. I mean, Fight Club is even still okay. I mean, it's still okay, but you don't like. I can think of a better example than that. But yeah. just the type of dumb, cool high school movie or something right. that you don't really. Yeah, and this movie holds up great. I think it's awesome. Just because mm-hmm. we kind of like talk about it, we've been watching a, like a, a lot of like older movies and stuff. Uh, it is not as offensive as the wanderers yeah. but there is still some sexual assault stuff yeah and some misogynistic really dated things it's just not as uh uh i guess perverse as it is in the wanderers right. yeah. um so yeah i mean besides like it's besides a, that, yeah it's it absolutely holds up yeah yeah right that's wholesome as you can hope for from the 70s i mean i get it, this movie did like spark controversy it like they had to stop showing it in theaters. They like let people like let theaters out of their agreements to show it because um, it was like sparking gang violence and stuff a lot and like vandalism in theaters. They asked the director about it and his answer was that the way he saw it at least and this is of course what you would say as the director of the movie, but he's like, yeah, this is a popular movie with gangs. And when all the gangs show up to the same movie, yeah. they're going to fight. Yeah. Like, like, of course, <laughs> if yeah. you see your rival gang in the theater, something's probably going to happen. Right. Right. Gangs are going to um, do gang shit. Turns but, out. Uh, yeah. I mean, the fact it's not that violent of a movie. Either. No. Like, no. Like, like we all. said, the, a lot of the action pieces are people running away from other people. Yeah. There's not like not a lot of the gangs carry like guns. Like so they have knives, but it's a lot of like little fist fights. Yeah. Uh, even think, like the fight with the baseball furies and the baseball bats, which is like the most weaponed. Yeah. Like fight, it's a lot of like just like them clicking bats yeah, like think, back and forth. I think and people stuff. didn't like uh, when the movie was coming out was just like the gangs taking out like beating the cops because there's so many more right. yeah people than cops. Just right. like the kind gang of members like they weren't like premise. a huge fan of that it's, idea like being perpetuated. I think this is definitely a movie that violence is at the forefront but it's not it doesn't necessarily glamorize violence no. as you would I think mean, they're it running away be... from violence the yeah entire, constantly like, they're trying to they get only I mean, they'll stand their ground when they have to but yeah they only trying to fight the when they away. had to yeah. like ajax was the only one who was like i need to fight somebody <laughs> right yeah and like, he gets taken out it's, it's weird too the first time i watched this movie i was like i think i had known james remar already from Mortal Kombat Annihilation, his role as Raiden. Um, I think that's where you may have seen him. Yeah, who knows? His role as Raiden. Second best Raiden after my boy Lambert, of course. <laughs> um, that's not giving any credit. To I you, am Raiden. the best Raiden. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, he gets like taken away quickly, and he's like such a prominent character at that point that I'm like, oh, he's gonna like get out of jail, or they're gonna get I, him I or something, like and that, he just doesn't come back at all. I do like yeah. that they treat dying. And being arrested as the same thing. Yeah, he's just gone for good. He's, yeah, he's, like, never, he's someone actually back. like one of the warriors gets hit by gets run over by a fucking train to death, and it's still just as an issue as him getting like Ajax getting arrested. It's just like I mean they don't know that one of this their is warriors true. is dead, but like the movie treats it yeah, as just they, like this is the same. They, they don't both know are Cleon's gone. dead either. I guess no, you technically no. don't. Like they he could they, have been arrested. Well, he could have, been, but the warriors don't even know. They just know yeah. they got separated. They, from yeah, they just it would be they like the go. next day or something. Yeah. Like, like, there's, I don't think there's like a guarantee that anyone is actually dead, except for the guy who fights the train and yeah, the guy, he, he, he and he gets killed by a cop. He gets killed by a cop, but good reason. Police to, violence, man. You know. Um, apparently they've had in the works and are still maybe tentatively doing both a Netflix TV show and a sequel movie. 
Wow, I can't wait for that. Fucking God, please don't do it. Ain't about that. Please, I don't care. It can only be good, though. Let things just be, man. Stop farming good content with this fucking bullshit. I liked the video game. Did you guys play the video game? I never played the video game. I did. I played it. It looked good. I played it on original Xbox. It goes up. uh, It's like a lot about um, how the Warriors came to be and came to power and stuff. Hmm. And then the last maybe like quarter of the game or so, like reinterprets like the events of the movie. No, okay. Oh, neat. It was fun. Made by Rockstar Games. It was like <laughs> yeah, it was fun, fun, good. Yeah, game. it's supposed to be a good game. I know. I doubt it holds up. Play it. Yeah, I can't imagine. There, there was a preview for the game on uh, the DVD that I have. The pre- oh the, my god, the previews on the DVD were insane. The, the, yeah, the trailers on that DVD. There was like a yeah, bad a boys fucking, of comedy. I got a thirty second spot. spot. I think it was like less uh, than that. Carlos Man or uh, George Lopez uh, yeah. uh, comedy special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Why You Freebie. Crying. Uh, oh my special. God! Yeah, forgot about. Uh, mostly watch Blu-rays. If I watch physical yeah. media, pulling out an old uh, DVD was not ready for some of that shit. Yeah, that man. shit ruled, dude. Was fucking dying. They kept on going. Yeah. <laughs> it was like there was like six movie trailers. <laughs> um, all right. I think that pretty much. How do you week Cleon? Everything up. Okay, you said you weren't gonna do it, and now you've just I decided I went out there. He's at no point problematic. He's really cool. He's wearing the cool headscarf thing. Yeah, played by Dorsey um, Wright. R.I.P. Because he dies. I I say he dies. In my in my mind, he dies. I think uh, it's pretty. Uh, is it Warlord or War Chief? Did we ever get confirmation so, on yeah, that? Yeah, he is the Warlord. Okay. Uh, I guess that's the top tier position. Okay. Um, I don't know if War Chief is the stand-in for the Warlord or if he was the second in command already. Mm. But Swan is the War Chief. Cleon had been the Warlord. Okay. Um, so so presumably Swan gets he, made yeah, Warlord. He, yeah, I think somewhere they he's like acting Warlord because okay, they're all they, separated. I mean, they save from, one yeah. and the other. So yeah. I wasn't sure. If, Very like, confusing. <laughs> which is which <laughs> we thought they were fucking up when they were watching the movies but yeah, yeah we well we were fucked up watching the movie <laughs> yep that's right that's right watch it after the army of the dead i, I will say i kind of wish i would have watched the warriors alone and then watched the wanderers with all of you oh, guys the wanderers would have been a i think it would have been a more watch. fun group watch i know I mean, what i, I would the warriors when, together but like when we yeah, got to the point where jfk dies in the wanderers i would have done I the thing where i sit, died I sit straight up in my chair and look around at you guys to see if you're reacting. How I, I was am. shooting or hollering. I was like, I was, I, I watched it alone on the couch yeah, earlier today. Shit, dude. I thought that was um, so fucking fun. Yeah, the Wanderers fun. would be a very fun. The Warriors is a fun group watch if everybody already likes the movie or whatever. Uh, the Wanderers would be like a. It's not bad, so I wouldn't say watch it for like a bad movie night kind yeah, of no. thing but there's it just is, some buck wild stuff it is a wild yeah. movie you'd have a lot of fun like the character turkey is like all over the place yeah uh, turkey kind of sucks the, and then continues to suck until he dies yeah. the the baldies <laughs> not are even like, like uh, martyred or anything either it's just not like, really he's he dies just like alone. oh yeah be careful of the duckies they killed turkey <laughs> like yeah like they mourn him for one school period <laughs> yeah <laughs> The Baldies are like a comic relief kind of gang almost the entire time. No. Um, yeah. Any any final wrap up thoughts on anything we didn't talk about that you wanted to get to? Possibly we talked about the guy beating the guy with another guy. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that was kind of like the main thing, huh? Yeah, the dick prank was also when we covered. No, I think we yeah. got it all. Got it all. all right. <laughs> um, what was <laughs> in this two hour long movie? <laughs> um. Well, with that, uh, 
officially thank you, Kool-Aid, for coming on and doing an official episode. Kool-Aid was on our unofficial episode. Yep. And this is the most chaotic like between <laughs> really dog is. stuff and us just being just goofy today dude yeah. we're all acting yeah. a little hyper a little loopy yeah. i had a little bit of sugar i think before <laughs> yeah. i had yeah a couple sour gummy worms some trolley worms before coming in here not an ad Kool-Aid um, is just a chaotic evil presence on this podcast. <laughs> Clearly uh, your fault. He's wearing a bucket hat indoors at night right now. <laughs> Being Don't tell him about the evil that I'm up to. Uh, yeah, thank you, Kool-Aid, for coming on here and picking these movies. And, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a, a real time ride. With us. Um, next week, we will be watching K-9 and Turner and Hooch. Uh, buddy cop dog movies. Oh, those are Tom Hanks movies. Um, that'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be a good. It'll be a good time. Uh, we'll I like Turner. We will determine if the only good cop is a dog cop. dog cop or not. Uh, yeah, I guess this is knows? gonna be the not, this, not, this is not to show my ass. Question. I say these dogs should be put down. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, see if you in hell, dog. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, uh, it is at oh hey cool you want to plug yourself? Before we get into our own socials? No. Okay. Uh, no, cool. I don't. Nice. Uh, if you'd like to follow us on social media, though, we are at Doubled Feature on Twitter, Doubled Feature on Instagram. If you'd like to send an email, it is Doubled Feature Podcast at gmail.com. I remind you that I do not want an email from anyone. Sure. Um, you can. It's If you have something important, you can. <laughs> Max will read it. Okay. <laughs> If you'd like to follow Dan and I personally uh, on Twitter or Letterboxd, we are um, at Mac underscore dead for myself. Dan is at Danny Jankum. Thank you at Ryan Laser for our theme music and at Hero Institute for our logo. That's Sam and Ryan uh, in reverse order there. And um, read Sam and I's webcomic as well, Nerds Day um, at NerdsDay, NerdsDay.com. Uh, I think that's it. That was kind of probably the cleanest I've done it. Nice. In a, in a very long time. Dan, you got any um, final thoughts here for everybody? Yeah, actually, um, the Warriors uh, featured Coney Island uh, pretty predominantly, and it got me thinking. I'd like to end uh, maybe on a little uh, story, a little anecdote. It was Coney Island. They called Coney Island the playground of the world. There was no place like it in the whole world. Nope. Like Coney Island when I was a youngster. Nope, I'm cutting it no off. No place Bye. in the world. Double feature, 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 double feature